Welcome to the podcast ministry of Pilgrim Baptist Church. Wherever you're listening from, welcome. We pray that the truth from the Word of God speaks to your heart during today's message. Jesus said unto his disciples, Verily I say unto you that a rich man shall hardly enter into the kingdom of heaven. And again again I say unto you, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of God. When his disciples heard it, they were exceedingly amazed, saying, Who then can be saved? But behold, but Jesus beheld them and said unto them, With men this is impossible, but with God all things are possible. How many of you have said this before? I know I have. That's just impossible. You've looked at something and you'd said, ah, that'll never work. That's just an impossible task. And then you witness what you thought was impossible actually come to pass and it actually happened. We've seen this with little kids. They sit down at a piano or, you know, they pick up an instrument and everybody's thinking, you know, something real sour is going to come out of the instrument. But it ends up being really, really sweet and really, really good. And we have all experienced these things in our life. Now, this was Jesus speaking. And when you think about Jesus coming into the world, virgin born, God manifest in the body of flesh. Lost people or the world look at that and say, that's just impossible. I mean, really, is there anything that we can test scientifically to prove some of the stuff that we believe? And people say, well, that's impossible. That would never happen. Yet it did. Jesus Christ really did come born of a virgin, born in a body of flesh. Um, Why would God use Noah? I mean, the Bible says he drank of the wine and was and was drunken. Why would God use Moses? Moses, this is what he said. I am slow of speech and of a slow tongue. Why would God use Paul? Paul says, for I am the least of the apostles that I'm not meant to be called an apostle because I persecuted the church of God. God uses people. That if we're honest, when we read the Bible, we would say to ourselves. Nah, that's impossible. Why would God use? That person. A matter of fact, even Paul himself says, Look, I'm not even, don't you, I'm not worth being used. Even in his own mind, he's wrestling with this idea that there's God and then there's me. (laughs) And when people don't realize the birth of our Savior, they just don't realize there isn't even a close second. Yet they say that's impossible. That couldn't have happened. That's just a fairy tale. My hope and my joy isn't in a fairy tale. God said it. I read it. And I believe it. People are used to saying, no, that's impossible. We see people do the same thing today. God created the earth. We all know that. You know what evolutionists and atheists say? Nah, that couldn't have happened. You know what the evolutionists and the atheists in this lost world saying? 
Nah, let's, let's just take Christ out of everything. But the Bible says, the Lord by wisdom hath founded the earth. By understanding hath he established the heavens. By his knowledge, the depths are broken up and the clouds drop down the dew. The reason things are the way that they are, not only this year, but every year before this year, isn't because of COVID-19. It's because of sin. Our world didn't all of a sudden get super duper sick and things started to become a mess when COVID-19 hit our shores. We've been a mess <laughs> and it's because of sin. That's why we have been sick a long time. People are broken and they're sick because of sin. Luke chapter two and Jesus shows up in a body of flesh and things look good and things look sweet and the cards are nice and the, and the cookies smell oh so well and, and the smell of the evergreens and, and, and the visiting with the families and, and, and the getting, getting together with the in-laws and the outlaws and all, all of it's just so fun, but we can so quickly lose perspective that look, we're having a joyful time. We're having a great time. But if Jesus Christ wasn't born, how would we have our sins paid for? You know, he came down in a body of flesh. He was born to what? Die. He was born to die. That should give us the joyous hope that we have a Savior we can live for. No matter what happens down here on earth. Luke chapter 2, verse number 11. The Bible says, for unto you is born this day in the city of David, Christ the Lord. Except it doesn't say that. It says a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. Who is born in that manger? A Savior came, Christ the Lord. Ah, that's impossible, the world says. Yet it happened. If it were up to you and I, or if it was up to this lost world to come up with a, pro a solution to the problem that mankind has, guess what we would do every single time? Mess it up. Yet people think if I'm just good enough. No, that's impossible. That's impossible. Yet they flip it and they say, nah, he couldn't have came. That's just a fairy tale. And that's the problem with mankind. They always want to come up with their own way. There's only one way. We can't overcome sin and evil with our goodness. The Bible says there's none that doeth good. And God says very simply and plainly. Our way won't work, but I've got a way. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. That's Jesus speaking. All right, let's go back to Luke 1. Let's look at the end of the chapter. Let's go to verse number 26. Luke 1, verse number 26. And in the sixth month, 
the angel Gabriel, uh, an angel. Now, nah, that's impossible. No, nope, it happened was sent from God unto a city of Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin. You mean to tell me it was a, a virgin birth? Nah, that's impossible. Yet it happened. Espoused to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David and the virgin's name was Mary. And the angel came in unto her and said, Hail, thou art highly favored. The Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. The Lord was with her. And when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying and cast in her mind what manner of salutation this should be. I want to draw your attention to the word trouble in that verse. Trouble always shows up. It's going to rear its ugly head in one way, uh, shape, form, or another. If you think about this scene, that's pretty troubling. You can see how Mary would be troubled. And, well, why? The Lord's with her. Think about what's happening here. Ladies, think if, if, if that were you. The amount of emotional uh, anguish that that would cause you. God Almighty is asking that of you? <laughs> nah, that's impossible. Come on, a humble Christian girl. Yet God says, I want to use you, Mary. I want to use you. Uh, verse number 30, and the angel said unto her, fear not. Look, if God's with us, our troubles don't seem so big. Fear not, for thou hast found favor with God. That's pretty good. Now, I know the Roman Catholics kind of twist this thing and mess this whole thing up with Mary. But Mary was a good Christian woman who loved God, who said that God was her savior. Verse number 31, and behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb and bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus. We see Jesus, the name Jesus, come up in the New Testament. That refers to his humanity, his, his name in human form. We didn't see Jesus in the Old Testament, yet he was all throughout the Old Testament. Jesus is his name, specifically referring to his humanity it's the humanity of christ the humanity of god almighty and we can't lose sight of the fact that yes he was virgin born yes it's god with us yes it's um it, 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 it's a, a miracle of all miracles but he's also 100 human and 100 god at the same time now shall call his name Jesus. The word became flesh. Let's go back to Matthew chapter 1 for a minute. Matthew chapter number 1. Look at verse number 18. The Bible says, Now the birth of Jesus Christ was on this wise. When as his mother Mary was espoused to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Ghost. You think any young teenage girls are going to pull that off this this year? <laughs> yeah, mom, it was a miracle. <laughs> no, 
It's not going to happen. Verse number 19. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man, not willing to make her a public example, was minded to put her away privily. Now imagine being Joseph. Yeah, this whole Holy Ghost thing, this whole God Almighty thing, we might have a little bit of trouble when we go down the market today, Mary. <laughs> That's going to be a tough story to get people to buy. Yet it happened. Verse 20, but while he thought on these things, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream, saying, Joseph, thou son of David, fear not to take unto thee Mary thy wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. And so God tells Joseph in the dream, just in case Joseph was thinking, ah, that's impossible. Just in case God appears to him in a dream and says, fear not, fear not. No reason to fear, just trust. There's no reason to doubt and there's no reason to question. And I would urge you to consider the fact that when lost people argue with you, whether they're lost friends, family members, or community, uh, local community folks, we don't need to necessarily get in a debate with them whether or not we present enough evidence for them to believe because I couldn't present enough scientific evidence for somebody to believe the stuff that we're asking them to believe. They have to read God's word. The Holy Spirit of God has to so convict their heart. And God asks us to read and believe. If it says it, we need to believe it. God declares his truth. He declares who he is. He's declaring what's going to happen. Will you believe it? That's what we're asking people to believe God. Not us. Not a, not a book full of fairy tales. A book that was inspired by God himself. That's what we're asking people to believe. Luke chapter number one. Let's go back there. Luke chapter number one. Let's look at verse number 46. The Bible says, Mary said, now watch this. Remember we talked about Mary, good Christian woman. But watch what she says. My soul doth magnify the Lord. She's not taking credit. She's magnifying the Lord. That's what we should do. Verse number 47, it says, and my spirit hath rejoiced, and here it is, in God a Savior? No, in God my Savior. Is he your Savior today? He's mine. If he's your Savior, there's somebody out there that cannot say, the Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is my Savior. There's a spirit out there that can't rejoice right now and say, God is my Savior. It's a perfect time. To tell someone about the Savior who was born and that was born and wants to be their Savior. All they have to do is believe in what he did for them. He was born to die. Verse number 48, for he hath regarded the lowest state of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth, all generations shall call me blessed. She's willing to take the low position. I mean, that's good. That's good. Verse number 49, watch this. 
for he that is mighty hath done to me great things and holy is his name. It's why people want to take the name of Jesus out of just about everything. Take prayer out of school, Bible out of school. We'll just put an X mass. We won't put Christ's name in it. Why? Verse number 49. They don't believe his name's holy. So they blaspheme it irreverently, not by using it as a cuss word, although they do do that by removing it. It's an irreverent thing to do. Let's just systematically take Christ out of everything. That's what this world has done. There's no hope for someone without Christ. They might have some hope down here, but when they die, what's going to happen? We talked about this last week. You might live. People are living a lot longer nowadays. Well, not in 2020. Nobody really died before that. But, but now, on a serious note, what are you going to live? 110? And you step out into eternity. What hope do you have? What joy does a lost person have? Man, they might be living it up tonight, boy. But without Jesus Christ, they were to die in their sin. They're going to miss the whole point of why Jesus Christ came and was born. Why? So he can live a sinless life. 100% as a man and 100% as God. Tempted just like you and I would be tempted. Yet he never sinned. You think about, think back to when you got saved. It wasn't like you stopped sinning. It wasn't like I stopped sinning. Jesus Christ came, lived 100% without sin, and he died on a cross. That's why he came his first time. He didn't come to be king. His second coming, he's going to come, and he's going to be king. But his first coming, he came, was born in a manger to die, a humble servant to die to pay our sin debt. Luke chapter 1, verse number 38. The Bible says, And Mary said, Behold, the handmaid of the Lord, be it unto me according to thy word. And the angel departed from her. Be ready to say yes to thy word, meaning God's word. Be ready to change when thy word, that is God's word, says, Hey, I've got a better way to do this. God always does. Be ready to be encouraged by thy word. The encouragement that we have, the joy that we have, the hope that we have, the world doesn't have. We got to start acting like we've got some joy and some happiness because we do. We've got eternal life. Look, I get down when I have to think about all this stuff that's going on with government. Who doesn't? I get down when I got to listen to the news and ad nauseum and Brother Kelly says, well, look, just turn it off. And I do. I try to I try to do that. But look, it doesn't matter. We look down here for joy and hope. We might have it for a second and it's gone. We've got something eternal. We got to start living like it, acting like it, talking like it, fellowshipping like it, having church like it, witnessing like it. Come on. We've got Jesus Christ, the Savior of the world that was born to die for our sins. Yeah, well, I got to go to work tomorrow. Come on. You're saved. Yeah, well, you know, it's just, you know, I got no money because of COVID. Look, look, you've got eternal life. You've got something that money can't buy. I'm not saying our problems here on earth aren't going to go away. They're not. There's always going to be that sprout of trouble that comes up. 
And God's going to show up and say, look, fear not. Not going to get away from the troubling feelings and the troubling emotions. But God's going to show up and he's going to say, thy word. He's going to say, look, fear not, fear not. Luke 1, verse 39. The Bible says, And Mary arose in those days and went into the hill country with haste, into a city of Judah, and entered into the house of Zacharias and saluted Elizabeth. And it came to pass that when Elizabeth heard the salutation of Mary, the babe leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Ghost. And she spake out with a loud voice and said, Blessed art thou among women. And blessed is the fruit of thy womb. And whence is this to me that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For lo, as soon as the voice of thy salutation sounded in mine ears, the babe leaped in my womb for joy. Got ahead of myself a little bit when reading that, but I want you to consider this closing this year out and, and, and going into next 2021. Find the encouragers of your life. Find some people that can encourage you. Elizabeth said, blessed art thou among women and blessed is the fruit of thy womb. Elizabeth is encouraging to Mary. She's not a negative Nelly. She's not filled of jealousy and envy and being, you know, uh, miss, miss negative, unconstructive criticism. That can, You know, that can be very, very damaging. You look at our nation right now. It's a mess. I don't pretend to have the answer. <laughs> well, we know what the answer is. No hope in government, trust Jesus Christ. And we know that we're going to have a righteous ruler that's going to come, and he's going to rule 100% perfect all the time. But right now, we don't have that. <laughs> We've got Sleepy Joe that looks like he's going to come in. We've got corrupt government. We don't have fake news anymore. We have corrupt news. We have... All of this stuff that's happening, I need some encouragement. Me, meaning me personally, <laughs> I need some encouragement. So do you. Let's try to take some hope and some joy out of encouraging each of us. Mary had that. You and I need encouragers. If you sign your child up for sports, the coach encourages him or her. If you sign your child up for piano lessons or violin lessons or guitar lessons, the music teacher encourages that child. If you sign up uh, for college, well, this analogy might not work, but because I don't know what's, what's going on in college campuses anymore, but the professor is supposed to encourage the student. No, study hard, work hard. You can, we need encouragement in our life. And then we come to church and it's, well, I don't like the color of the carpet. Well, I don't like this. Well, I don't like that. Well, why don't we? We've got a good spirit here. Why? Because we're encouraging one another. We need to continue to do that. We can have right doctrine, the right Bible. We jot all our I's and dot all our T's on doctrine. And we're so right at being right that we forget we need some encouragement from each other. <laughs> we do. 
We do. That's a big thing. That's a big thing. We've got joy. We've got hope. We should also encourage each and every one. We should encourage one another. Luke chapter one. And let's continue on. We're going to go at verse. Uh, let's start at verse. Number 50 and his mercy. Watch this is on them that fear him from generation to generation. He hath showed strength with his arm. He hath scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seats and exalted them of low degree. He hath filled the hungry with good things and the rich. He hath sent empty away. He hath hope in his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy. As he spake to our fathers, to Abraham and to a seed forever. And Mary abode with her about three months. And now watch this. And returned to her own house. Mary goes back to her own house over in Nazareth. Where it's likely she didn't get a lot of encouragement. Oh, Joseph, do I have to go back there? They're going to start whispering when we go down the market again. You know the stories they're probably told. But she goes back to her own house. That's where she's going to be met with shame. That's where she's going to be met with criticism. That's where she's going to met, be met with, oh, I got to hear this story again. Oh, Joseph, you got to explain to these people again that I was met with the Holy Ghost. Nobody's going to believe me. Come on, Joseph, do we have to? That's not Mary. God said, fear not. So she's blessed. She's marching on with God. Our walk as Christians is by faith. And too many times we say, like Mary, just think about that relationship. Think about it. Ladies, if you were married and the gossip and the stories, all of us have something that we don't want to go back to because we're afraid, oh, they're going to. And fear causes us to hesitate. And God says, how many times we hear him say, fear not. I'm telling you, that family member or that friend that you're afraid to go back to because they got a lot of dirt on you, they still need to hear the gospel. They still need to hear that Jesus Christ came, was born, and died for their sins. Sometimes we need to be willing to go back and say, I'm going to walk by faith. God, I'm not going to fear. And I'm going to trust you to work out the details. Lastly, I'll close with this. Isaiah chapter 9, verse number 6. The Bible says, for unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. And the government shall be upon his shoulder. His name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, and the Prince of Peace. This next week, more people are going to be thinking about Jesus than probably any other time of the year. Think of a way to go back. And try to reconnect with somebody in your life. That you know. Or you suspect pretty strongly that they're not sinning. 
they just might right now this week receive what you've been trying to tell them for years a lot better because of all of the unhope and all the unjoy if that's a word and all the junk that's going on now and you say look unto us a savior was born jesus christ came and he's going to come back someday we're not going to have to deal with unrighteous rulers king jesus is coming can i tell you what he did for you can i tell you why he was born you might just get somewhere with Mark, let's bow and pray. Thank you for listening to the podcast ministry of Pilgrim Baptist Church. We look forward to seeing you in the next episode. In the meantime, you can sign up for our email newsletter at www.pilgrimbaptist.church.